Welcome to the I Knew Some But I Didn't Know It All podcast. I'm your host, Shane Newsom. Well, I knew some, but I didn't know it all. Almost did this little rap for this track, cause it's all. But I didn't know it all podcast Where I, your host, am here to break it down with y'all Have a good time Take a step back and enjoy the moment This episode we get into different perspectives of private and public school kids We get into uh, when Locke and I met and the crazy story that goes along with it Vaporizing marijuana in class and getting away with it We talk a little bit about our broadcasting experience in high school and we talk about growing as people and past experiences that have helped us become who we are today. Uh, not much editing in this one. The song you're hearing right now uh, is the first beat I ever made when I was 16. And we use that in the, in the bed you'll hear about later. Uh, unfortunately, I only have the original version, so that's what this is. Alright, let's jump into this retrospective episode of Lockmat. I was six foot one in seventh grade. I was playing on the B team in the beginning of seventh grade, just getting every rebound. Yell me out there. And basically, it was like that. It was literally the equivalent of that shit. Looks back up and just goes, everybody get naked, and starts drumming on the desk. Oh my God, it smells like weed in here, and I bolt. And this is a long time ago. I'm going to preface this for anyone in my life now who uses this. This is, this is a long time ago. This is fucking, I was 17 years old for fuck's sake. Hindsight now, I know I probably reeked like weed every goddamn day at school. Fucking shout out Mr. King because he fucking saved me from probably going to jail. I was, we were talking about weed and all that type of thing. And I said, like, how I had a vaporizer on me. I was like, oh, yeah, bro, dude, it doesn't even stink. Doesn't He's like, oh, doesn't it? I was like, yeah, no, dude, vaporizer doesn't even it stink. Doesn't smell like so he goes, oh, yo, 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 like, take a hit off it. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So his eyes completely change and goes, yo, that reeks, bro. <laughs> now I'm, I'm panicking so hard. I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 Welcome to the I Knew Some But I Didn't Know It All podcast. Uh, today we got Locke. Locke is uh he's got some some broadcasting history experience. Um, you know he's a freaking world class singer and an excellent friend. He's one of my best friends. So uh, yo Locke, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, yeah, fucking known you for a lot. Long time. I think we met, what, I think it was like grade six or something like that. We met through one of our best mates, Owen, and uh, and we didn't really see each other for a while. Then we got to high that school, found out we were going story. to the same high school. Yeah, that, that, we, I, if we want to jump in there, we can just jump Let's right just in there. Let's jump in right there. Fucking, that's where we that's fucking a, That's met. a bit of a fucking wild <laughs> story. Um, we were, uh, I'm trying to think, I think it was like grade, it was probably grade seven. Probably. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I think so, it might have yeah. been... 
Like, or either no, if, no, no, if no, it no, wasn't no. that, it'd be I like think, the summer between seven yeah, and eight. Yeah, I think so because I think that's when I was started because the, the schools changed from, uh, from, or no, I went to, from Galena to, to Chestertown. And then the next yeah. year it changed to just Kent County Middle School. Yeah, which is like, I remember when that happened because I was still at private school at the time. Like, so it was like, like when that happened, I was just like, man, this one middle school for the whole county, bro. Like, what the hell? Like, because no, like at kids. the school, you got to understand too, the school, the school I was going to, there was 21 people in our entire class, like at the, at the highest point. And like, by the time we graduated, there was 18 of us. <laughs> so I was like, and the thing is, of the 18, I think there was 11 OGs that went through from kindergarten all the way through. Wow. So there's like 11 of us that literally went to school together from kindergarten to grade eight. That's crazy. And of them, like I got there in kindergarten and there was shout kids who Collins. went to little school before that. Yeah, shout out G. Collins. Like I've known, I've, who, I've known him since literally kindergarten. Like we, we, and the funny thing actually about it, he's one of my best friends too, mate. Now, um, I hated him when I was <laughs> there. I hated his guts, bro. Like, and I don't even know why to this day. I think it was because, like, I was always like, you know, just, you've met my parents, like my mom especially. She's a very, very decent person. Um, and, like, I was raised in that kind oh, of yeah. mindset. Like, just anyone who acted out at school, like, I, I just went from the age of, like, kindergarten up to, like, probably about grade three. I was a I was a goody two shoes, like not even kidding, which is so funny to think about in the future years. And, but like, so it was just like one of those things that I was just annoyed. I was, I was just annoyed by him. I don't know why, but then like, as time went on, we realized that we were kind of just two kindred spirits and very much the same. And we, we, we became very, very close. And especially when we both found out that we were close with our mate Owen, like, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. Um, So (laughs) I guess we'll jump back in here because I just farted into the mic. Uh, Uh, Throwback. Oh, I had to. It was a throwback. Um, oh, man. We'll get to that story. We'll get, yeah, that's, that's fucking, that, that story is fucking brilliant. Um, but yes, hang on. Fucking, my mic stand's fucking old and ad hoc as shit. Um, yeah, so we met, I met Gibbs when we were in fucking, literally in kindergarten. And um, like I was kind of saying before, did, didn't, we didn't really get along that well. It's not that we didn't get along, but it was like, uh, uh, like weren't, uh, weren't really great mates. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Um, and then grade five, Owen came to our yep. school for a year. And then he and, he and uh, Gibbs and Owen became mates. And then about grade six, I became mates with Owen. And then, yeah, and then just through that, Gibbs and I became close probably around grade seven, grade eight, and that's around the same time I met you, uh, which is actually a hilarious story. I went over just to hang out with Owen one day, as, as I did, which usually just consisted of me rocking up to his house and being like, yo, what's good? Because um, <laughs> that's, that's how we did it back in the day, yo. and I know we're not even that old. Like, I'm 24 years old. Like, I'm not even that old, but like, that's how we did it. Like none of us had cell phones at that age, yeah, like, no. or at least, at least I didn't. No. Like, so it was like, 
It was like one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you want to go hang out with a mate, you either call the house phone, which fucking I never did, yeah. or you just fuck up. Like, yeah. so, well, with, with Owen, I'd do that because it was around the corner. So yeah. just, just rock up and be like, what's up? Like, you want to chill? And um, I think you were hanging out with them. So then we just went out skating and we went to the, uh, there was this. Yeah, no, no. So, so, so me, me, me and Owen and his little sister were like, we were just like skating around the, the neighborhood because that's what we did at Owen's house. So we just like, and she was riding a bike. Me and Owen were skating. Anyway, we go to this like brand new building. It was like, uh, it was a, so it was an abandoned bus depot originally. It was one of the, um, but what, what I can't even remember what that bus company They like is rebuilt that, like, it though. It was like, yeah, yeah. They, so they had rebuilt, they had rebuilt the building. And now that's doctor's offices yeah. now, but it literally like, when I say it took them 12 years to build this thing, it, the building was built for 10 years easily before they ever put the doctor's offices in it. It just took so <laughs> yeah. long for whatever reason. Yeah, it was good. So like so we just go and because it was literally right next to my house, like we, we You'd like we meet up to your backyard. <laughs> yeah, basically. So we, we'd go and skate and do all that. And like, so yeah, we 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 rode out there. Yeah, we we so me, Owen, and Lauren, we ended up back there. And then here you come. You're like, oh, word, Owen's over there. I was going to fucking see what he was doing anyway. Oh, yeah. He's right here. Yeah, yeah. So so we went. So we went over there. We're just hanging out skating, and then these two dudes. I still I'd love to know who they are to this yeah. day, and if they're still in Chestertown, like. Because they would have been, like, in hindsight, they would have probably only been in high school. They probably only would have been, like, 15, 16 in hindsight. Yeah, probably, like, yeah. But because, because we were in, grade, like, grade 7, like, these were, like, grown-ass men to us. Yeah, you know? dude, like, we, were, we, were probably, even, we were, like, dude, we, it had to have been, like, the summer in between. 7th and 8th, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, no, so no, these no, between 6th and 7th. Possibly even that, too. Yeah, I but, think um, we, were, we were pretty young. And, like these dudes just came back there and we're all back there skating or whatever and we're doing whatever and just fucking they come back there and they're just like they just looked sketchy like is there's no other way to put it these dudes looked sketchy 100 and um and i I, don't, I think it was just in the fucking dumb shit we would do it would have had to have been like probably about sixth or seventh grade um because i don't remember why i had a pack of sticky notes and, o- and Owen loved Owen loved to just light shit on fire and like pretend to smoke. Like there was this this tent, like uh, shop called Twigs and Teacups. You could buy like fake cigarettes, and if you blow through them, it would oh, like okay. puff like a fake little puff of smoke. And he would always have those. And uh, yeah, so he was just then, he rolled up the note card and was just like blowing blowing out through it, so it would. Make I, smoke. I can't remember whose idea it was because I know me and Owen did that shit constantly. And it was like one of those things that we, we were doing it as a joke and these two dudes rock up and they're like, yo, what are you guys smoking on? <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's just a, like just a sticky note. And he goes, does it do anything? And I said, oh, well, there's the glue on the inside. So who knows? <laughs> Old mate takes it and takes what can only be described as the fattest rip I've ever seen someone take off. Just <laughs> and then just starts coughing his lungs up. And then he's just like... like He's like, yo, that's some good shit. And then to this day, I'll never forget this. I will live to be 100 and I will never forget this. He picks up a brick and just throws it through a window. Throws it right through this like, building. It was like, it was like a fancy, it was like a, it was like a big window. I don't, they didn't have like, like it was one of those, um, like there. it was one of, no, it was one of those, um, those big windows of like, you know, the glass bricks. 
Like yeah, where they like will yeah, build like a dude. wall out of it or like it was one of those. Yeah, and he and like so those expensive as fuck oh, to yeah. like replace. That's probably why it took so long to open is that people like this just kept breaking <laughs> shit. Like people just would keep coming back there graffitiing it, breaking out the windows, doing all kinds of shit. And like like they just start breaking out the windows. And it's one of those moments in time where you have the communication where no one says a word, but everyone knows what the fuck to do. And we just got the fuck out of there. We just yeah, all dude, bounced. We just, we just got the fuck out of there. I think and we were was, home and we, we did. We went back to home. Yeah, I think I probably went home. I, I probably did. Or I might have come back with you either. Or I think I probably did go home. And then you and I never saw each other for years after that. Yeah. Like, it was a few years. And then I had... Uh, my issues in the beginning of high school. I got went to a boarding school, got kicked out. Um, they allowed me to finish the year. Then my sophomore year, I started the year at a Catholic school, which for reasons uh, shall be unnamed. But if those of you live on the Eastern Shore, you'll know what it is because it's the only one around. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I got kicked out of there for um, <laughs> an alleged assault. <laughs> That took place, among other things, too. Like, like, literally, I could have sneezed during someone speaking and gotten kicked out at that point. They were so done with me. I'd been suspended <laughs> three times, and it was just one of those things that they, uh, me and Catholic school did not go well together. Just my personality at that time where I was. It was just not going to work out. So it was one of those things where it's like, well, your last option is Kent County High School. And, like, I looked down. I looked down upon, like, I was a private school kid my entire life, so I looked down upon public school. Like, I looked at it, like, especially Kent County, which Kent County Public School has that reputation anyway of not being a great school. <laughs> yeah. But, like, and then I get there and I'm like, oh, this this is not what it's like at all. Like, this is, Mangle. this is, it's just school. It's just school. Mangle, King, King. I mean, granted, it's way more hectic than anything I'd ever experienced in my life because I, I will never forget my first day there. I saw a fucking crazy fight. It was my <laughs> first day at the school. Oh, and, shit. Um, it was my first day at the school because I started after what? spring break. In, I started after spring break. Um, I started after spring break in uh, sophomore year. So this would have been like March of probably 2013, I think. Um, yeah, March of 13. Uh, so we're there and I'm in, I'm in math class. I was in Miss Young's geometry class. Miss Young. Shout out Miss Young. Miss, shout out Miss Young. Miss Young's fucking great. I love it to death. Dude, she got um, me through trigonometry. Yo. And so, um, then all of a sudden you just hear fucking p- two people going off in the hallway. And of course, fucking naturally in high school, everyone goes, migrates to the door to see what's going on. And I, I kind of, I kind of stay at my desk just because I'm trying to. Oh, mind. I know what fight that and, is. And there's two, there's two girls who are just fucking screaming at each other in the hallway outside. I don't like anyone who listens to this who remembers the layout of Kent County High School. It's right across from guidance, right, right across from the guidance office where Miss Young's room was. In that, I think it's 700 wing or whatever the fuck it was. Um, I think it was. And I don't wing. see the fight. I don't see the fight. I hear it and I hear everyone going off. But I just remember sitting there going, what the fuck have I gotten myself in? First day. Like literally I'm sitting there going, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? So, and this was like literally second period. 
Like, I'm not even kidding. This was second period. Um, These goddamn hicks drinking their water, washing the oil off their hands. It wasn't even that. It was just I felt like I was, I I don't know. I don't know the way to put it without offending people. Because, like, (laughs) there are so many people that at that school that I genuinely love to this day. Like, there are so many people that I genuinely have love in my heart for. Like I don't know just an example, someone who just an example, fucking shout out Irv Henson, Jesus fucking Yo. Christ. He was in he was in that he was in that classroom He every goddamn day would make me laugh so hard. Like every day he would just do something. I had him in personal finance, yo, and same thing. Like this like and just like literally, I will never forget this. And I will. And this is another thing. I, there's so get naked. Yeah, there's so get naked. There's so many. Exactly. This is the story I'm about to tell. Because this is. Um, and I know like five or six people have this same story. He was, and I'm sure in hindsight, looking back, he was high as shit. He would have been high as shit. <laughs> oh, and, that's um, meme. We were sitting there and fucking. We're sitting there in class and Miss Young calls on him and goes, Oh, can you come do the problem on the board? And he just looks around, looks at his teammates sitting next to him, looks back up and just goes, Everybody get naked! And starts drumming on the desk. And I'm falling out of my seat laughing at this point. I'm like, because you got to remember too, like going, going to not only just Dude, private school, like so a very, funny. very small private school. Like, it is like I said, like 18, people, 18, well, but like, also like I went to this school where it's like 18 people in your class. So if you acted up, like you, it was pretty easy to fucking just get rid of the problem kit. Yeah. And then that's what they would do. So like everyone kind of had this fear in their heart. And it was only until we got to like seventh, eighth grade that, we started figuring no, out. Oh, our parents are paying eighty grand a year for us to be there. They're not going to do shit to yeah, us. Like, yeah, there's only eleven of but, us. <laughs> but like, and legitimately, but like sitting there and just like seeing everyone cut up in school on like a daily basis, on like a daily basis, <laughs> and it's like some of the funniest shit still to this day that I've ever seen. Like, and it's so minuscule and stupid. Like, someone who listens to this who didn't understand this school will never understand it. But like, it's just so goddamn funny, and it's like all I ever so, knew. So I don't have it. Like you know, it's the only school. Yeah, exactly. I went to. But like, and like, I'm sure other public schools were all the same, and schools everywhere else in the world are all the same. Like, and everyone. That's the best part of being human. Is we all have similar but different experiences. Yes. But the, so I finish out we're that year. I kind of make. A, I, I kind of made. <laughs> I kind of made a few friends just from like the people I rode the bus with and then like, okay, so I noticed some people. So then I'd sit with them at lunch or whatever. Yeah. And there's a couple of people I became friends with who I later became very not friends with um, <laughs> because of doings of my own. Um, Cause as I got comfortable, I became more of myself and fucking, I, as you can tell Great better than star. anyone else, when you first meet me, I can be a lot. <laughs> I really can be a lot to handle. And well, after, especially like, back after then, a while, like before you, you know, oh my God, maturity. back then, especially like, like I was a lot to handle and especially like in a school setting, one of those things where it's like, you either loved me or you hated me. There was yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there was absolutely no in between. So 
I, there was a few people. I kind of like kept my head down, made my way through. I knew enough people from like playing sports growing up and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. County, it's a very yeah. Small I remember place. playing baseball with you a couple times. So, well, against yeah, you. I was, dude, I was like, a dick you. on the baseball field, bro. <laughs> the good game, uh, the this game, is good a story we love to share. Yeah, I was just like, oh, we had lost. We had lost that first. So that first year when I was playing for the Elks, I was playing for the Elks. You were playing for FOP. And we were dog shit that year. I mean, we went one and we went one in sixteen, and the one game we won, I wasn't there. Wasn't that when you had um, Owen on your team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that one game we won was against you guys, but I wasn't there because oh, we, yeah. we, had, we, had just come, we had just come back from a field trip, uh, like a field trip. We were down on Tangier Island for three days, and, and we, we made- had gotten back like two hours before, and um, like. I was just so beat. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking play baseball tonight, dog. Like, I'm not doing uh, it. Ah, so, so that's why they're losing you. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, we made it all the way but, to the playoffs that year. We were like, we were like one game away from the championship, and they took our pitcher out because he pitched like, uh, like the maximum. Yeah, no, no, no. no like, uh, we he, we played a the game. The maximum and, amount of pitches. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even that. They wouldn't let him pitch that game because they made us they didn't they scheduled the game too soon after our last game yeah exactly 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 yeah because at that age you have to protect the kids yeah. and like I hated it at that point but then when I ended up tearing my UCL joint I looked back on it and was like maybe you should have listened to the pitch count yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, so but when we were there and it was just I was such a competitive person and to be on a team that was that bad was killing me <laughs> It was killing me. And like, we, yeah, just like, I remember we had played you guys and we, we had lost barely near the end. And I was pissed because they took me out. I was pitching that game. We were doing all right. I think it was one nil. They took me out. Ironically, the coach's kid who I'm not going to name out of respect because <laughs> I like him now. Um, the, the coach's kid got put in and fucking, we gave up like seven runs in the inning and lost. Um, <laughs> And I was just ski like I, refu- I I remember I refused to go out and play defense after that. Like he, he took me out of the game, and I was just like, I'm not fucking doing. It. Fuck you, basically. Well, uh, like I think I reluctantly went and played second base or something like that. Yeah. And then just going through the line, everyone saying good game. I'm just piss off. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah Fuck you. Yeah. But so I'm sure from the other perspective, from you. It would have just been a good game, good game, good game, good game. What the fuck did that dude just say? Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck did he just say? And then, like, but then the funny thing is talking about that because I know when no one was, wants to listen to our fucking uh, fourth and fifth grade baseball triumphs. But the turnaround that that <laughs> fucking team made, right? So we went from one in sixteen that year to I think it was fourteen and two the next year, hey. or fifteen and two the next year. Won the, won the overall pennant. The only team that beat us was Rock Hall. We ne- oh, we did yeah. not beat Rock Hall at all that year, but we finished like five games above them in the standings because they lost to other teams that we didn't lose to. Yeah. And, but they just, every time we played them, we played them three times that year and we got slaughter rolled every goddamn time. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> there was just something about it, including in the championship, bro. Including in the championship. We played in the championship game. We lost on the fucking slaughter rule in the championship game. I was the only person who scored a run in that game for us, and it's because I stole home. Hey. I was so pissed off. It was the third, it was like the second inning, and I knew we were gonna get nothing going with the bats. Like we were just so cold. <laughs> like, all right, I'm already and on I was base. Just like, 
I was like, fuck it, I'm stealing. And I just turned to my coach who was on uh, our first base coach. And like, granted, that year we got a couple people defected. I think we had two people defect from Rock Hall to our team that year. And then we had a couple people come up in age group who were fucking outstanding. Yeah. And like our team was insanely good that year. Our team was so good that year. And um, our first base coach, I fucking love him. Shout out Matthew Donovan. Fucking love this man so much. Hey. Um, he was... I was standing there and I'm standing there on first base and I just turned to him. He's our first base coach. And I turned to him and I had known him for a long time because he played golf with my stepdad. Like we we knew their kids, like members of the country club. Like we all knew each other growing up, Um, played football together. Country club. And (laughs) I bet, I bet, (laughs) I bet. But um, I just turned to him and I go, I'm stealing every motherfucking base and I'm going to score. And he just looks at me and says, do it. Do it. So sure enough, the first yes. first pitch ball wasn't even a pass ball. Like it wasn't even a pass ball. Like and because in that league you couldn't take leads off the base yet. You could only go when the ball yeah. left the pitcher's hand. So I was just timing it, and I just stole second. Like there was a good throwdown. Uh, there was a pass ball in the next one. I went to third, and then the literally the next pitch there was a pass ball, and I stole home, and I, I managed to get in. <laughs> And we took a 1-0 lead, and I got up, and I was hyped. Our team was hyped. And then we proceeded to give up 11 runs in the next no. inning, and then nothing happened from there. We lost 12 We lost twelve to 1, and we got mercy ruled in the fifth inning. And I, there's a photo of me somewhere. It was in the Kent County News. My mom still has it somewhere. Um, a photo of me receiving our second-place trophy. And it literally yes. it looked like – no, it literally looked like someone had just taken a shit in my Gatorade. Like, it was that look on my face of just, I fucking hate all of you. I fucking hate all of you. Fuck all of you. And it's just because I was also that kind of sport too. Like, I yeah. found out later that I was much better at individual sports than I was at team sports. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, That's why I love uh, racing, dude. Because that's the only person you can be mad at is yourself then. Yourself, exactly. That's why I love, love, I've started doing the jujitsu and I love it. Because the only person you have to blame is yourself for fucking up. Like you're the only person you have to blame. Because like when I'm I can't blame you for fucking up my podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and like playing lacrosse was the fun one. I didn't even want to play lacrosse. I played lacrosse for one year in like grade four. And then when I got to middle school at this private school, I got in trouble a bunch of times for fighting um, just because I was an angry kid. Uh-huh. And I was also on a lot of amphetamines that I was prescribed probably against the better judgment of the fucking prescribing psychiatrist. But that's a political discussion that we're not going to get into today. <laughs> um, but, and like, I was just an angry kid. And the, the principal of the school was the head lacrosse coach. And he looks at and I got called into his office for, like, my third fight in probably as many days. And he just looks at me and goes, you've got to take out your anger on something. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I, pro- I probably do. And he goes, here's a, here's a six-foot lacrosse stick. Here's a defensive lacrosse stick. <laughs> Get some pads. Come to practice on Tuesday, and you're going to hit people with that thing. I said, "Great, sounds great. Sounds I love great. it." Great. And that's how my basically how my lacrosse career began. <laughs> I'm going to fucking hit people with this stick. I'm going fu- to fucking hit people with this stick. And one of the funniest <laughs> things, 
Hang on, if, hang on one second. I, my mic, fucking my mic stand has been just slowly, slowly sagging, and I've been slowly. Oh, did it? Oh, it's all good. I got you, got you, dude. I um, I tried to play lacrosse in in middle school, but. I freaking joined the signups too late because my buddy was like, come on, play, play, play. And I was like, I was playing with my buddy at my house. We were practicing and shit. But uh, I don't know. By the time I really got into it, the, 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 you know, the season had already started and I couldn't, I couldn't join the team. So I never played the cross. Uh, <laughs> Just gave it up there, after there was that. Fu- and, and this funny thing, like, and, and this is this is enough. This is kind of a transition. This just to like how I told you about, like, just that school being so small. We were all so sheltered, like, we were yeah. all so sheltered. And like, I thought genuinely in grade eight that I was one of the greatest basketball prospects in the country. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. I, I'm currently six foot two, and I was six foot one in seventh grade. Oh shit! Like, yeah, I, I, I have not. I literally have. Dude. I have literally not grown. Like all but an inch since seventh grade. That's crazy. So I was playing on the B team in the beginning of seventh grade, and we were playing against like the C team of like other small, like B and C teams of like other small private schools around. Uh-huh. So I was playing against like fourth and fifth graders basically. Yeah. And I was six two, just so much taller than everyone, just dominating the paint. <laughs> Just getting every rebound. Oh, there was there was literally a game I can remember it vividly. I was on the B team <laughs> at our school. We were playing this school in Easton called Country School. Ming out there, and basically it was like that. It was literally the equivalent <laughs> of that shit. Um, and we were playing against this this small school, school called Country School, which is in Easton. Um, and we were playing their C team, so it was literally a couple fourth graders and fifth graders, and we won that game. 24 to 2. I had 22 points. I had 22 points and an assist. And I think I had 39 rebounds. It was was just, it was just, it was nuts. It was nuts. I had had no business playing against these kids. It was, it was horrific. Um, and but your coach the, is like, fuck yeah, we're gonna win. And then so I get called up to eighteen. I get called up to eighteen, and I'm still pretty good. Like I was, st- I was still pretty good. But like I wasn't dominating my fellows before, yeah. but I was still pretty good. And so I was like, I was one of, I was one of the probably the bet, one of the better basketball players at our school because I wasn't the best. Basketball. Were, oh yeah, I, I loved it. Um, and I wouldn't even say I was the best player at our school because there was there was players that were older than us that were better than me, one hundred percent. I I'll admit, I absolutely admit it. Um, but then I went to when I graduated from Kent School, I went to a boarding school in Virginia. It's called the Blue Ridge School for Boys. Which, to put it bluntly, you either go to the Blue Ridge School for one of three things: um, you have a learning disability. You fucked up at every other school you've gone to, <laughs> or you are an elite athlete. <laughs> like, what? It, like legit. It's one of the weirdest dynamics of fucking schools in the world. This team, this school had like I think it was the number. When I was there, they were the number six ranked basketball team in the country for high school. Their football team was ranked in the top fifty in the country, and their lacrosse team was ranked in the top twenty-five. They're like, like, all right, all I you have, have to focus on is sports. That's all you got to do. We'll pass. I had no chance. I had no chance of making any of the teams. And I figured that out on the first day when I I got there. And they did. 
because there, there's rules in high school that you're only allowed to start organized team practices after a certain date. Um, so for basketball, that date was like November 1st or well, let's just say it was November 1st. Um, so we all got to school in the beginning of September, but literally to show you how insane this school's program is, they hired a person to teach a class. It was a basketball coach at another school whose job it was before that time was to run pickup games in the gym. And <laughs> so, they could, so they could run practices without running practices? Yes, literally, literally it was that. So <laughs> and I'm like, yo, they're playing pickup games. Let's go. Like, so I, I go and I, I get into one of the games and I, I get in there and I notice right away that all of these dudes do not look like anyone I have ever seen before. These are some grown ass men looking motherfuckers. <laughs> and to look back on it now, some of these dudes... The fact that they were 16 years old, like fucking 15, 16 years old at the time blows my fucking mind. Like there's this dude, I fucking love him. His name is Corbin. He was a sophomore. He was 16 and he was six, seven and probably about three, 10. Holy shit. Like big motherfucker, dominant basketball player. I think he plays professionally now uh, in the second division of basketball in uh, the U S it's like a semi pro thing. I think it's called the ABA. It's a sec. It's a, like a semi-professional basketball league. He plays for a team. Oh, shit, um, but I get out there and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to show these guys what I got. Blah blah blah. And I, I had so much confidence going in because I was always a very confident kid. And I get out there and I'm like, yo, who am I got? Like the guy, the guy who kind of picked the team was like, yo, we're running man defense. Is that cool? I said, yeah, yeah. Who am I picking up? And they looked around. And he goes, oh, you take Paris. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's name is Paris. I'm going to fuck this dude up. Who's Paris? And they go, the dude behind you. I turn around and the man standing, um, and I'm saying man, um, <laughs> the man standing behind me was seven foot two with a massive beard and he was from Greece. What the fuck? He plays professionally Fucking now in the, Greek super, in the Greek Super League. He plays professionally now. Yo, that's um, hot, Like, Played Division One college basketball at a university that uh, uh, actually fuck it, I'll say it. he played at George Washington uh, University. Fuck um, yeah! And fucking, I got dunked on in this pickup game twelve times by about four different people. Keep going, I gotta pee. I'll be real fast. And uh, yeah, uh, and so <laughs> I get dunked on like twelve, like legitimately. It was a game to twenty-one. I got dunked on twelve times, legitimately. Um, and I, I just remember at one point I was, I, after about the sixth or seventh time, I was like, man, that realization hit that my fucking dreams of being an elite athlete were going fucking nowhere. And, uh, these, the, the, the I remember this one guy, I can't remember his name. I can picture his face vividly pick, help, like pick me up after I was on the ground, after I got dunked on again. Um, and he just looked at me and he goes, man, you're staying in there, which is more than most people can fucking say. Keep your head up. So I will always remember that to, to whatever your name is. I'll always remember that and I'll always remember it. But um, so then, yeah, I kind of I kind of had this kind of crossroads in my life where I was like, bro, now, because I was always under the impression that I was going to be a professional athlete. I was all, <laughs> Let me, let, me, let me change that. Not impression. Uh, in hindsight, uh, I was always under the delusion that I was going to be a professional <laughs> athlete. Um, and 
so then it kind of, I hit this crossroads where it's like, fuck, what am I going to do now? And then like, I, I play, I played on the fault, like on the golf team in fall. And um, that comes later. We'll get, we'll get there. That comes later. But we're, uh, and then I was on the fall golf team, which was literally the biggest piss around ever. I did it because I heard it was the biggest fucking joke ever. And you got a sport credit. Because at this school, you literally had to have two sport credits a year. So you had to play two Ooh. sports a year. Um, and I knew that I got a sport credit for it uh, in the fall for playing golf. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeet. I'll do it. And literally what fall golf at this school pertained was we would go to the driving range like once a week. And other than that, we would just go to the gym and fucking just fuck around. Hell yeah. Like do whatever. So it was, it was a cool thing. But like then I get there and I, I tried out for the basketball team still. And I, I made not even – it was like the fourth team, I think. So there was the varsity, junior varsity, junior varsity <laughs> B, and then the freshman team. So I was, on, I was literally on the fucking freshman team. And I was getting – Zero. When I say I was getting zero minute, minutes on this team, I was getting, I think I played a total of probably fucking four minutes in the first like six games of the season. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm not doing this shit. Like this is, I'm not doing this shit. I'm working my ass off. I'm getting nowhere. And it's just like, it was a matter of fact that like most of these kids would just genuinely, and looking back on it in hindsight now, most of them just wanted it more than I did. Like in yeah. hindsight, I realized that I just didn't want it enough. Yeah. Um, which when it comes to something like that, like getting dude, to an elite level in anything, it's anything in like life. this podcast. To to, that's why it took me this exactly. long to start it. <laughs> to get to, to get to an elite level in anything, you have to want it. And I just realized now in hindsight, I didn't want it enough. Um, so then I dropped out of that and there was a winter art program instead of like in place of one of the sports. So I go, I drop off the basketball team and I go to change into art. And the guy said to me, he goes, Oh, well, do you already have a sport credit from the fall? I said, yes. So then I could go do that. And that was cool. So the winter art program and fucking, this isn't, I know I've shouted out a few people so far, but this man, I know. And it's one of those people that I know I meant so little in the grand scheme of his life, but he meant so much to me. A few people he was the like art that? teacher at this school. He was the art teacher at the school. His name's Mr. Welty. Mr. Welty. Welty. W-E-L-T-Y. said Mr. Welty. No, no, Mr. Welty. And we bonded immediately over the, like my love of graffiti at this point. Cause I had started yeah. to get into graffiti with, with Owen. Two mangoes, like, $5. Just, fuck yeah. Um, and I started getting into it and like, I, I had said something about graffiti and he goes, Oh, have you seen exit to the gift shop, which is the Banksy documentary. And we, we, when I say, then this was on my tour of the school. Like when I visited the school to say that me and Mr. Welty talked about exit to the gift shop for a half hour would be an understatement. Like we just talked about street art and Banksy and all that type of stuff. So like, and I didn't That's even have an art cool, class while man. I was there. I legitimately didn't even have an art class while I was at the school. Like I fucking, I just did the winter art program. And this man was so cool that he goes, yo, I've got an airbrush kit that I literally no one has used in years. And he goes, I want you to use it. Yo. He goes, I want you, he goes, I want you, he goes, I want you to fuck around with it and to like see what you can do. So I started playing with stencils and that's where I kind of got my idea of how to make stencils yeah, and all that came out. That's when, that's when all this came out. And like, 
to, to say that this man had such a positive impact on my life would be an understatement because this was at a time where I had no, I had no focus on anything. Like I was at a school that I was floundering at. I was getting in trouble. I was not sure I wanted to be there. And to be quite frank, I wasn't ready to go away from home at that point. I was 14 yeah, years man. old, bro. I was not ready to go away. Oh. And like, I, I thought I wanted to, because like when I was at, my brother went to boarding school and I saw how, how well, well, uh, at the time, I, I saw how well he was doing, yeah. which now in hindsight, when I found out, I found out that Whoa. he was struggling yeah. really hard too. Yeah. And it's one of those things that like he, he, he was able to put the face on that he was mm-hmm. doing well. And like I, I was like, you know what, on. this is what I want to do. This is off. what I want to do. I was like, I want to go to boarding school. So I went and I did, I did the whole thing. I applied to Gunston as everyone from fucking – Dude, but that's that was like that was um, spirit putting that putting that guy in your life, dude. To, I mean, look at you now. Dude. Absolutely, Fucking absolutely. And and so I applied to Gunston, and I, I went and I, I did the tour. I did the tour, and now, granted, I did not get great letters of recommendation out of my uh, <laughs> out of my private out of my middle school because I was a bit of a fuck up by that point in my life, and um. So on top of a not so great letter of recommendation, I in the interview at Gunston straight up said, "Oh, I have no interest in coming here. This is literally just the backup plan." So to to that school when they're doing admissions, like in hindsight now, like as looking from the perspective as an admissions person, someone who said, "I don't want to be here. This is a backup plan," and then they've got a, a quite frankly an awful letter of recommendation. <laughs> It was a no-brainer for them to not take me. So I, I did not get into a single high school that I applied to of the <laughs> private schools that I applied to. I applied to a few boarding schools. I applied to that's one that's called. Um, no, 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 no. So no. this is this is so that's how I ended up at Blue Ridge. Oh. So what happened? What happened? So I didn't even apply to Blue Ridge at first. I applied to a bunch of schools. There was one called the Christchurch School, which was down there in um, Virginia which I loved it. I fell in love with the school because at this point in time, I, I kind of was thinking that my, my, my career plan, like if the whole sport thing didn't work out, was I was going to be a marine biologist, was what I wanted to do. Word. Um, and this school had a great biology program. It was on the, I think, Tappahannock River. It was on one of the rivers of the Chesapeake Bay. And like they had a fucking oyster farm on campus. Hey. Like this school was hectic, like with the biology thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is where I want to go. There was a couple other boarding schools I looked at. There was, uh, I knew I didn't want to go to the one that my brother went to, which was over in Middletown called St. Andrews. Um, and I knew yeah. I didn't want to go there because it was too academically like out of my league, like way academically out of my league. And I knew I was never going to get into it. So I just didn't bother. Um, so I applied to Christchurch school. I cried, applied to a couple of the ones up in Pennsylvania. I think uh, one of them was called, uh, I can't remember. It's in Pottstown somewhere. There was one. There was one up in Mechanicsburg, anyway, I think. you got into... Um, but either way, so I didn't get into any of them. So then it became this thing where I'm going, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to go to Kent County. And then my mom came <laughs> home from work one day. And ironically, this is where Gibbs comes into my life again. Um, Easy, Collins. Mom had, mom had bumped into Gibbs' mum at the store and was kind of talking about, oh, how's Lachlan going mm-hmm. and all that? And she's like, oh, well, not good, blah, blah, blah. And, and Gibbs' mum, I love her to death. She goes, well, look into this school called Blue Ridge. It's up in the mountains of Virginia. Frank, uh, Gibbs, Gibbs' older yeah, brother. Yeah, Frank. 
And um, so look into it. And then also the, um, the principal of the school who, that I went to who had taken a liking to me, the one who, the lacrosse coach guy. Yeah. He also had mentioned it to, to my mom. Oh, and they had rolling admissions, like was part of the thing. Like you can apply at any time. Um, so just, just look into it. I go there, I do the tour, I like the school, I, I end up getting in. So that I'm like, cool, I'm going to be a, a Blue Ridge kid. Like, lit, lit. And that lasted until about April when I got kicked out. Um, you made it? <laughs> how, well, how long? That's, when did you, when so did you start? I, and it, I started in September, so oh, I made yeah, it through most, most of the year, of the year actually. Yeah. Um, but like, I had a couple bona fide mental breakdowns when I was there. Uh, bona fide mental breakdowns, like hospitalized mental breakdowns, like fucking where they were worried I was going to start like self harming and shit. Yeah. So, um, by the by the third time I'd gotten in trouble for something like that, the school was just so over my shit, and they're just like, "Nah, he's out. He's out." So. I remember, and I remember finding out that I was out because I was literally walking to go to the bus for a baseball game because we had an away game that day. And I was on the, like, and I, I start walking towards the bus and my advisor at the time, who was also my hall parent, um, the, like the teacher who yeah, lived yeah. on our hall, um, he, he sees me, he goes, oh, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to a baseball, like, I'm going to a baseball game. Like, like I, I, I'm going to go. Time. He's like, no, he's, he's like, no, you don't. He's like, this is more important. You come with me. And he basically takes me to his office and he explodes. Oh, actually, no, he took me back to his apartment. That's right. He took me back to his apartment Ooh. and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> Was it? No, 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 that's right. We went and grabbed something. He had to grab his keys or something from his apartment because he was walking his dog when I saw it. So he took his dog back to his apartment and then we went back to his office. And then he goes, right, here's the situation. Your parents are currently on their way to pick you up and you've been expelled from the school. We're going to let you finish the year from home and let you say that you finished your freshman year, but like you're, you're out basically. <laughs> and I started going ape shit. Like I was going ape shit. Mom gets there to pick me up. So we're cleaning out my room and I start fucking breaking shit. Uh... Like I'm going off. Like, and, and now like to the point where the, the, the whole parent, is threatening to call the cops. Yeah. Like, and so they eventually get, get me there. And like for the past couple of months, they had been having me see this fucking therapist down in Charlottesville. And he was the biggest wank ever. Like this dude, <laughs> fuck you. I'm, I don't remember his name, but he was just a fuck. He was such a wank. Fucking and um, so they're like, right, you're going to go have an emergency appointment with him. We're going to talk about it and blah, blah, blah. So literally my mom drives me there. I didn't get out of the fucking car. Like I legitimately didn't get out of the fucking car. Like this guy came up to the car and like mom went into the office and talked to him for a little bit. And then he came out to the car and was like kind of doing the whole, well, oh, good luck with the rest of your life. And blah, blah blah. And I just turned to him and said, fuck you. Yeah. And it's like, Oh God. And like in hindsight, that's not cool. Cause he was just doing his job. Yeah. man. Like he was, yeah. he was, he was a nice guy. He really was. I just like, I just, at that point in my life, I didn't want to hear any of this shit. Yeah, man. It's like at that point in my life, I was still in, so in my own shit that like, I didn't, You're a kid. Like, I didn't want to hear it from anyone. Like, and then, so then I went to this, this, uh, the Catholic school the next year and was getting in more trouble. And, now I was seeing a different therapist and he was like starting to call me out on my shit. And like, like I said, I just didn't want to hear it. Yeah. But like, 
this next therapist, I will actually shout out his name, Dr. Dwayne Isava in fucking Millersville, Maryland, the fucking miracle worker that I still to this day credit a lot of my change to, even though it didn't happen right away. Yeah, like I stopped, see, I stopped seeing him years before I actually started changing my life. But yeah. like a lot of the contributions that I like I made and it, it, all, it all just came down to owning my shit. Yeah, dude. Her, like, like I was, I was very much like, and it's one of those things that like I, I'd always learned to just defend, defend, defend. And I was like, yeah. cause I was very narcissistic. I was very narcissistic, which runs in my family. Like <laughs> okay, it's the reason why my old, my father and I do not speak to each other anymore. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. But like, um, and like, I'm not even going to get into that. No, no, it's no, fucking, no, there's no, no point, but like it, there's like, it's, it's one of those things where like, I, I credit so much to this fucking guy, but like, so then I, I, the whole thing at the Catholic school pans out. I got into trouble a few times there and fucking, I, I realized real quick, I didn't want to be there. And then I ended up at Kent County, which kind of brings us back to the beginning of the podcast. So that, that first year turns around, but it was like at the end of that first year, this is literally a fucking 45 minute story on how we met, fucking <laughs> on how we met to get back to this point. Um, but so we, we, we get there and like, it's one of those things that, it was just fate. I genuinely believe that this was fate that the, the couple of the kids that I was hanging out with at that time, just because they were in the first period class that I had. And it was, they kind of, I was sitting at that table and they took a liking to me. So it was like, cool. And like, um, we, we had a pep rally at the school near the end of the year. And I'm sitting up there in the bleachers with this one dude, just like, this is fucking the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> And then you came up and sat down next to us, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, I was like in the room. Hey, what's up, dude? I was talking to yeah." And he so and he said something like, "Oh, Shane, have you met Lachlan?" I was like, "Oh, no, I haven't." Blah blah. blah. Like Lachlan yells, "You're like, oh, Shane knew some." And then we kind of we had this moment where we looked at each other, like, "Wait a minute." Where and I was like, one of us said it. I don't remember who said it. One of us was like, "Yo, do you know Owen?" Yeah, it's like yeah, and then we had we put it together and we remembered this fucking day, dude. When they smashed like, the window out and smoked the holy and out. holy shit, like holy fucking shit. <laughs> and then from that point on, we literally have been inseparable. Yeah, like yeah. literally have been inseparable. And then even so, the next year yeah. goes. The next year goes, and um, next year comes around, and I was in broadcasting. Yeah, buddy, fucking Kent County High School, and this is I think Mr. Chris that whole that whole part that I just told, we can all lump that first 15, 16 years up into one era because this is now the second era. Second era. Of my life. Um, and you and I This is where it in, starts to get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you and I were in, bro- in broadcasting one together and I was also taking broadcasting two simultaneously because like, I missed it in sophomore year. So... Mr. Singleton was really cool. He goes, yeah, we'll, 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 I'll work out your schedule so you can take one and two, um, one and two this year yeah, and same. three and four next year. Same. Um, so you and I were both in broadcasting one together, which yeah. you and I, like, it's all the basics. Oh, yeah, and, like, we were, you way, didn't we even were get already, on. like, you know. And, but the thing is, you don't even get on air in broadcasting one nah. until halfway through the year. Yeah. But, like, because we were both doing two as well, we, we were, were already, already on air, of, yeah. Oh, trial by fire yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, and it, it's one of those things that it became 
like we became inseparable because we will we always were like right um he'd be like all right we're doing a production thing pick a partner and you and i like before before we even like before he'd even say pick a partner you and i would just like be in the prod already already working working on it yeah dude Um, (laughs) tell us what to do and then he starts splitting us up making us because he's just like because they couldn't yeah Because he knew that we, he goes, you guys already know everything in here, but, but, but we had different broadcasting two periods. Yeah, that's so we were devastated because we we're like, fuck, now we don't even get to work with each other anymore. Uh, fuck. No. Like, um, but so then, <coughs> excuse me, I got, I got the running. Bubbles. Um, no, yeah. But fucking bubbles. bubbles. Hey, so this is the first story of a what the fuck moment that we had together. And, <laughs> We had to create a bed, which for those of you that don't know anything about broadcasting or radio or anything like that, a bed is that music that you hear playing behind the person when they're talking. Um, and we had to create like an intro uh, for some, for like, actually, no, I think it was just, we had to make a bed at that point. That's it. Like the music you'll hear in the beginning of this podcast when I'm describing this podcast. Um, and... I, for whatever reason, I had a fart and I just turned my ass around. I, I say, yo, hit record. You hit record and I fart into the microphone. No, 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 and no, dude, you said hit record, I hit record, then you turned around and yanked the mic down. <laughs> yeah, either way, so I said, yeah, hit record, I turned around, I yanked the mic down and fart into the microphone and it was a beautiful fart yes. from, an audio, from an audio perspective. Um. And we are laughing so hard at this point. And then we go, right, how are we gonna how are we gonna hide this in, in the bed? <laughs> it then became the challenge. It then became a challenge of how are we gonna hide this in the bed. We just started throwing plugins on it. <laughs> and I think we, we, we put a bunch of plugins on it. We may have even reversed it. Yeah. And it became ironically in broadcasting two two and three. It became the intro to your show yeah. on the on the on the air. It became the intro to your show, which made me laugh even more because we were in different classes by that point. But every time I'd have to play it when I was in the studio yeah. doing the on air, every time I'd play it, I'd be geeking because <laughs> I knew what it was, and no one else knew what it was. Yeah. And literally, I told Singleton about it. No, dude, he came in the st- no, he came in the studio right right after we did it. And was like, but he didn't know it was a fart yet, did he? And I don't. Th- he was. He no, no, no. He didn't. He suspected it. He was like, "What is that noise?" And uh, we were like, well, Lachlan, like oh, Lachlan just- farted." He was like, "You put your butt on the mic." We're like, "Nah, nah." We turned the gain up. But nah, do you put that thing right on your asshole? I put that thing right up to my ass. <laughs> that pop, that pop filter was fucking never the same. Um, we, I mean, we 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 played it off like, "Nah, nah. It's cool. It's cool." And then I think because we played it off like it was cool, Singleton was just eventually like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. But then the fact is that we were, I think the only reason to this day that we got away with it was because we were actually able to turn it into a fire bed. Yeah. It's the only reason we got away with it. This is the only, only reason we got away with it. Um, but so then that kind of thing happens. And then the, the, the high school era, for, as far as our relationship, kind of goes pretty quickly because – we didn't really have that many classes together. We had broadcasting there, uh, and this was in the beginning of junior year, actually. Yeah. And then 
when did you drop out? It was it was like it was like three quarters spring? of the way through the year. Spring. I was like, yeah, spring of, I couldn't fucking stand June, yeah. my goddamn English one or Eng- wait, Eng- wait, English three, English three, English three. Professor. Oh Dude, my just, God, just fuck with we won't, we won't, we won't, we won't name her because there's other stories that I'm sure we'll tell on this podcast <laughs> later that could actually end up both me and her in fucking prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, I don't know if that story should be told. No, but, no. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway. But, Anyway, I couldn't fucking yeah. stand her, dude. And, like, I was already, neither, like, all my classes were just, like, stupid as fuck. I was like, this is fucking annoying. Like, I'm not learning anything. The goddamn, the teachers are just, like, talking the class down the whole time. Like, it, it was just so, it was so pointless to me. I was like, I, I, I need to move on. This is, this is just too ridiculous. But I will honestly and I was already, say I was already, that. like, waking up at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And... Honestly, I will say that that English three class was probably one of my favorite classes outside of broadcasting. I mean, we I had, had fun, but like, just oh, it was pointless. Shit, but like, oh my god! So the 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 the, the four of us sat the in a fun row. That we was, had the the four four of us who all sat together. Three of us are still amazing friends to this day, and one of them is dead. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um. So, and at that time, you guys were already living, you and the, the, the deceased party were living together. Yeah. Um, I was just discovering. Um, yeah, that's another, that's another point. reason. I was, I was, my parents let me move into their rental house when I was like 16. So that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my older brother. And you were already working too. I was already, yeah, I was already working. working. Yeah. And my older brother lived there. So they thought he's six years older than me and they thought that, you know, he would be able to be a parent or something, you know, like, yeah, he was a positive influence, but I didn't give a shit. No, we had to fit in. Honestly, I genuinely believe that we had to figure our shit out on our own. And it's it, yeah, like, man. you, you figured it out earlier cause you got out and it wasn't until like getting to a later point, like until I moved back here to Australia that I kind of figured my life out. And yeah, it was man. once you jump out of that safety net, you realize that you don't have that safety net anymore, that you actually have to start making decisions for yourself and you actually have to start figuring shit out. Absolutely. And, and it wasn't <laughs> until that amazing. point that I, I clicked a lot of shit, but like, and so like, dude, let's get into this. Cause we're running out of time. Fucking, uh, realized you were probably one of the best singers in the world. Oh, I, I don't know if I'd say that, but <laughs> I could. I, I, I'll, I'll let other You're people say it for me. Excellent but, uh, uh, in, in the in the words of Islam, Alhamdulillah, I must stay humble. But um, Shalom. You know, I, I, it's it's I I like I, I am I'm a very polished and practiced singer. Yes. I've never had any kind of formal training. I've just, it's just years and years and years of just. All right, I want you to, try to sing shit. one of your lowest notes and, and one of your highest notes for me. Uh, okay. I gotta show this um, shit off. Uh, I fucking, but yeah, I'll it's one of those things. song we did together. We're working on what you, you can, you can, you can figure out. Like, yeah, that's the whole point. I'm on this podcast was to talk about the music, but we ended up talking about fucking life, which is always <laughs> what ends up happening. Because we, every time we talk, fucking. We always be like, oh, hey, let's talk about what, what we're going to do today. And then we, like, fucking tangent about no, shit. And then no deep, 
never get anything accomplished. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it wasn't until recently right. that we're, I actually we're, found we're, out. We're, we're getting things accomplished in our brains. We're fixing ourselves. But, and it wasn't until actually recently that I figured out how, like, I always thought I was, like, a good singer. But it wasn't until recently that I actually had, like, a vocal range test done and then compared my range to other famous singers. And I was like, fuck. Like, I'm in some elite company up here. Dude, like, so and what, I, like I don't even, like. Tell them your vocal range. So I, I'm a five and a half octave baritone, which means I can cover basically half of the audio scale. Um, and like, I can go fucking like, I can hit the lows of Villa Vallo and some of the highs of Rob Halford, obviously not all of the highs of Rob Halford, just cause I fucking, unless maybe I probably I don't could know, have maybe restrained my, it, but if I put my nuts in a vice grip, maybe, <laughs> but like, but you can like, you can, you, you just you gotta wear that down. leather dog. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he can sing so high. Because his fucking nuts, his just nuts were always fucking so tight. His pants that he could always just get the fucking. <laughs> um, like get that fucking high shit, which I've been. I apologize. I've been drinking coffee all morning and fucking drinking. I'm drinking fucking didn't coffee up. and Fleming and all that shit. But yeah. it's it's one of those things that the music I'm, I'm excited to be working on, man. I'm, ex- I'm excited. There's uh, just, and the thing is too, is a lot of it's had to do with time. Cause like, yeah, man, we picked probably the worst ever time to start a band. You, you've got a family, you'll yeah. take it over a business. Yeah. I'm I just going to podcast. university and yeah, he yeah, starting a podcast. I'm fucking going to university. I'm working full time. I'm, doing other social commitments and stuff over here with fucking it's yeah it's it's one of those things but the, like i said before you, you won't succeed in something unless you want it and I, I genuinely believe that both of us want this so much that no matter what hell or high water we are going to make dude, this shit fuck happen. yeah you know how how no matter how long it fucking takes either dude yeah and we'll fucking get and, uh, it done Absolutely, and it's it's one of those things that it's coming up to a point in, in the year where it's I'm I'm wrapping up with school and going to be able to actually put time in on an album and we'll be able to actually do something and release it. And I, I cannot wait till that day, and I, I I think that a lot of other people are going to enjoy got it. Some too. instrumentals on deck. Yeah, and that's the thing is we've already got so much of it already. We've done the hard part already. We legitimately well, have done the hard part. You part. haven't. You got to write the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm exactly. Shit at writing lyrics. I've written. Yeah, I've written a couple us. good songs, but like when it's like hey, write a song, it's like oh, it just it comes when it comes, and it has to be the exactly. Right song. Exactly. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ! I'd like to just say, fucking si- Singleton would fucking be fucking going ape shit if he ever listens to this. I got my phone on fucking in the background, not on mute. Oh, same. Fucking, I'm drinking coffee. Fucking my dog's barking in the background. In the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually wish I could say I never did that at WKHS, but unfortunately I can't say that. <laughs> uh, Singleton, you know, you know, I love you. Um, that actually, that's a, that, that's kind of a funny story we could possibly end on. Okay. It's like a cliffhanger almost. All right. Um, fucking there's. This time, uh, I think it was maybe senior year. 
I'm gonna. Uh, actually, it would have it would have been senior year because uh, I was at this point my senior year at Kent County High School was such a joke. Two of my classes were broadcasting classes. Two of them were class, freshman level classes that I hadn't taken yet because I made the transition from private school. And then I think I only had two serious classes. One of them was trigonometry and one of them was AP biology. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting like a fucking five on the AP. Oh no, I think I got four on the AP mm-hmm. with like, without, without studying. Okay. Um, I never studied. And I always got A's and B's. Um, oh, well, I, I probably could have gotten A's and B's, but I never turned work in on time. I just never did. Well, I never did I just, for whatever. In high school, so like there was a couple teachers that were assholes, and I got like a couple C's a few times, but, but yeah. you know. But either way, <laughs> and this this is I think the story of if you can learn anything Ace from it, tests. fucking this, this if you're gonna learn anything from the story I'm about to tell, it's fucking don't be a retard, um, don't give in to peer pressure, and no matter what you think, marijuana always stinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. We're, we're, in, we're in school, and this is a long time ago. I'm going to preface this for anyone in my life now who hears this. This is, this is a long time ago. This is fucking, I was 17 years old, for fuck's sake. Changed man. Um, and I was sitting there, and in hindsight now, I know I probably reeked like weed every goddamn day. <laughs> I did but, this last couple months. Um, and I was sitting there in first period and if anyone kind of remembers like anyone from Kent County hears this and remembers what the engineer pre-engineering room looks like um, it's, it's got the classroom and then the Could shop uh, uh, he wasn't there I think I had, I had a teacher it was his first year when when you when uh, uh, you already gone his name was Mr. King fucking shout out Mr. King because he fucking saved me from probably going to jail um, I'm sitting there in the class, and there was this, this kid. Fucking, I'll, I'll, I won't name him just for the for the sake of the story. I won't name him, but I was. We were talking about weed and all that type of thing, and I said like how I had a vaporizer on me. I was like, oh yeah, bro, dude, it oh, doesn't yeah, even so stink. Cool. I was like, yo, it doesn't even stink. It doesn't. He's like, oh, doesn't it? I was like, yeah, no, dude, vaporizer doesn't even. It stink. doesn't smell like. So he goes, oh yo, 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 like take a hit off it. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So. Yeah. If anyone knows what, if anyone knows what a dry herb vape, how that works, is you know it's got to heat up first. Takes, um, takes so I heated it up. I take a big rip off it and I blow out a big cloud. <laughs> and then the dude's eyes change. His eyes completely change and goes, "Yo, that reeks, bro!" And then I'm like. Fuck, so now I start panicking. Now I'm, I'm panicking so hard. And I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. So I throw it back in the bag. And I and they throw it back in the bag. And the whole fucking room. And the best part is this one girl who I fucking hate still to this day. You, you know who you are. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, she comes back from the thing and she goes, oh. Actually, I can't even do the voice without getting canceled in 2021. Um, <laughs> Fucking loud as fuck. Just oh my god, it smells like weed in here. And I <laughs> bolt. When I say I bolt, I grab my backpack and fucking bolted out of the room. And I just like am going down I'm like fuck, 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 fuck. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? 
And like, I knew I couldn't take it to my locker because A, I didn't know my own locker combination. I never used, like, junior and senior year, I legitimately <laughs> I my did not, I didn't even know what locker number I had those two years. Just because, like, you weren't, around to ca- you weren't allowed to carry around a backpack at our school. I didn't um, anyway. But because I had, but some people did anyway, but because I had a laptop, I never carried an actual backpack. I just had a laptop bag. So I just had all my shit in there anyway. So, I just run to one of the storage rooms that I, I knew would be open at that time of day because it was a re- it was in another part of the broadcasting studio. Uh-huh. Um, I just run in there yeah, and yeah, I yeah. hide it behind. I hide I hide my bag room. behind a whole bunch of vinyl. Behind a whole bunch of vinyl, just hid my bag in there. Um, and then I come back to the classroom, fucking. This girl has already gone to go get both to go get Mr. Wheeler. Yeah. Who was our vice principal. Mr. Um, Wilson. Yeah. And um this, this I love Mr. Wheeler to death. This story makes him out to be a dick, but he's no, such he's a, a great guy. Dickhead. He's such I a great like he, he, no, he, he ended up he, in the it's position like that he's in, in the position that he's anything? in. In the position that he's in, dealing with fuckwits every goddamn day, I could see why his patience would be low. I can see in, in hindsight. I mean, for sure. At the time, I thought he was a dick. At the time, I absolutely thought he was a dick. But He had no respect. Uh, I, I, I guess I you can don't see have to respect a kid, but like when you're fucking yeah, I, I can, I can 17, see where I can, 16, 17, you're like, I'm a fucking man. I deserve respect. I, I can, I I can see. Did. I can see both sides of the eye. I can see both sides of the eye. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you didn't deserve respect. I'm saying that think about what his job was on a day-to-day basis. Oh, no, I, I, and no, who I'm the fucking sure. people that he yeah, was dealing with on a daily basis. Absolutely. I'm just, of course I'm he had fucking short patience. Um, but so we, we I, I get back to the classroom and there is now probably about the entire class gathered around the door People going, oh, my God, like fucking freaking out. <laughs> and I come back to the classroom and the teacher is standing there with a can of Febreze that he's dumped in the entire classroom. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and so I get back to the room and he's like, you all right, Lachlan? I was like, yeah, yeah, good. Just had to go for a shit. Just had to go for a uh, shit. And meanwhile, you got to remember, too, I'm high as fuck oh, at yeah, this point, too. I'm high as fuck rip. and I'm paranoid. Yeah. Um, so I go back and I just sit in the classroom and people are like, dude, dude, you're going to be so fucked. You're going to be, and I just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just shut, shut the up, fuck shut up. up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just shut the, and I'm just like, don't like, just, just shut so the then fuck up. And I'm sitting there in the corner and I just start talking to one of the, uh, he was one of my best friends at school, fucking John Midkiff, love the motherfucker. Yeah. His, older, his older brother is one of our best friends too. Yes, he is. Um, Hopefully I'll get him on here one day. And um, so we're talking, I, I, I sit back down with them and I'm just like, look forward, don't say a word, look forward, don't say a word. So about literally two seconds later, Mr. Wheeler and the Kent County Sheriff uh, deputy who was always on campus, Officer Cotman, walk into the classroom and he just looks at me and anyone who has ever been to Kent County High School will know what I'm about to describe when I say he gave me the finger. The, the pointer finger, get over here. <laughs> I and I, I walk down with him, literally tail between my legs. They walk me to Mr. Wheeler's office. I sit down. 
They both, after the fucking, the office is sitting next to me. Mr. Wheel is on the other side of the, 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 uh, the desk. And he, he just looks at me and he goes, Mr. Eels, are you aware of the allegations against you? <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, I've got no idea what's going on. And he's like, are, are you sure? I'm like, I, I have no idea what's going on. I was like, I really don't. I was like, this, and I almost just dropped a name, but like in this chair, I was like, she just started freaking out over nothing. I was like, she doesn't like me for whatever reason. I was like, that's her, her issue, whatever. Like, whatever. Um, and so he looks at me and he goes, they say you smoke weed in the classroom. I was like, no, I, I was like, I didn't fuck. I was like, dude, I was like, you know me. I was like, I never get in trouble with the school. I was like, why do you think I'd be dumb enough to smoke weed in a classroom? You bro? didn't lie. I, technically, you know, on a technicality, I did not lie. <laughs> um, but, and so he goes, man, he goes, all right, you're going to AC. And then we're going to do an investigation and then I'll get back to you. So I go into AC and I will never forget the people sitting in there. It was as, as pro- I'm sure that fucking they would be known as the usual suspects at the school. Um, and fucking cleats rest in peace. Fucking Daryl D yeah. this man fucking was a legend at our school. This man was fucking and another one of those people that I probably meant so little to his life in the grand scheme of things, but like he left such an impact. And I know I'm not alone with this. He because I remember when he passed away last year, just the positive outpouring that you saw. Oh my god. He left such a great impression on so many people at that school. Um I get in there and he's just like, what's up, brother? He goes, Man, what'd you do? I was like Man, I was like, I'm in here on some bullshit, bro. I was like, they said, they said I smoked weed in the classroom. And then he stops. He goes, man, of course you fucking did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, I didn't. And then other people were there like, yo, you probably definitely did that shit, didn't you? I'm like, no, I didn't. I swear, like, fucking swear to God, I swear to God. So I'm in there for two class periods. And literally in there for two class periods. I missed both of my broadcasting class periods and then like half of trigonometry. Um, so then I just go the rest of the day. Uh, I, he comes back r- about the halfway through. call the cops the or anything? No, no, no. Well, cause there was already a cop there. Oh, that's the, right. Like, they, the student resource yeah, officer was right. already a cop. So they, they, they did the investigation and like Mr. Wheeler comes back. He goes, you're free to go. I'm like, kind of almost like, is this a trap? <laughs> He's like, you're free to go. He's like, what class do you have now? I'm like, Trig, which was literally like across, if you, if you remember fucking, because uh, I had Mr. Herman, his classroom was literally right across the hall from AC. Yeah. Like right across the hall. Yeah. So I just get my, well, actually I didn't have my bag at this point because I had already ditched it. <laughs> which yeah. if they ever, by the way, if they had ever, I should have been dead to rights. Because if they, every inch of that goddamn school was on camera and if they just looked at the fucking cameras, they would have caught me dead to fucking right. Yeah. Because they would have seen me leave the classroom without a bag, with, with a, a bag, bag. Go in. Go into this classroom yeah. and then come back out without, without a bag. bag. Yeah. Um, I should have been dead to rights. In, like, I should have been. <laughs> um, and... Got away scot free. So fucking, I go to Mr. Herman's class. I finished the rest of the day, and I just don't speak anything of it. So final period goes. I had AP Bio last period. 
I leave that and I'm about to go to the bus and I got to go right. I got to go get my bag. <laughs> so I go in, I sneak into that room, I get my bag. As I'm coming out of the classroom now, looking sketchy as <laughs> shit, I'm like, <laughs> Come, like coming out of that room with my backpack. I just hear, why weren't you in class today? And I freeze. <laughs> and there is Chris Singleton. Fucking our, our broadcasting teacher. I love him to death. And he looks at me and he goes, why weren't you in class today? And I go, oh, fucking I was in AC. And he looks at me kind of knowing that I was not really one. I went to AC a couple of times, but it was always dumb shit. Like I went to ISS once because that's another story. I fell asleep in, in his class under the news desk. Um, and then I went to IC another time for something else. I can't remember what it was. Uh, or ISS, I mean, tw- sorry, ISS. And then I went to AC probably twice. Um, oh, actually, I remember the other time. That's the story for another day. And that person can't be named either. Um, but <laughs> Um, but so I walk out and I'm like, oh, so I told him, I said, man, they said I smoked weed in the classroom. And then he just, his look on his face changed because now it's clicked in his head. Here he, he wasn't in class and now here he is coming out of the storage room with a backpack (laughs) and he, and he, he reads me the fucking riot act. And he literally says to me, he goes, I have half a mind to search that fucking bag right now. Yeah. He goes, but I'm not going to, and I'm going to tell you why. He goes, because if you did what they said you did, you will learn a bigger lesson from being scared shitless by this than you will be from getting in trouble by it. He goes, I genuinely believe that. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to let you go and just know that you're on the fucking warning with me, basically. (laughs) Like, this is, this is, I'm done with your shit. Yeah, he had you then. And I left. I, I walked out. I walked out. I got on the bus. Oh, I went right home. Man. And I never did anything like that ever again. <laughs> and it wasn't even like I had made a fucking frequent habit of it because I didn't. No, yeah. Like, but, still, but it was yeah, just like dude. I fucking yes. never did anything like that <laughs> ever again. Dude, it doesn't smell like weed. Hit it. Okay. <laughs> fucking, I was dumb as shit. And there's another story of where, and still, like, I should have known. I really should have known because later I had another fucking, I should have learned from that because I was over at a mate's house and I had the vaporizer. Yeah, fucking, yeah I was over at Owen's house. Like, I had the vaporizer and I go, yo, it doesn't smell. So he fucking it, just dude. chiefed the vaporizer up in the bedroom. It smells like fucking weed is all out. And then the fucking pounding on the goddamn door is mum fucking going, are you guys fucking smoking weed in my house? <laughs> No, no, no. And I'm like, no, no. And I I'm kept doing smoking. the, we aren't smoking. We're not. And Owen literally at one point turned to me. This was one of the few times he ever got really serious with me and was like, shut the fuck up. She doesn't care the difference. Like, yeah, we fucked up kind of thing. And she goes, right. And I fucking love, I love Owen's mom to this day. Again, she goes, right, you've got two options. You can either leave now. And I'm going to tell your mom, or you can paint my hallway. Paint the hallway. And fucking we painted the goddamn hallway that night. And fucking my mom had never heard about it. This is probably the first time she's ever going to hear this story. (laughs) If you ever listen to this shit. So sorry, mom. (laughs) Someone tells me she's going to be less bummed out about that one than the fucking part just before it. Well, but, yeah, man. We live, we learn, fucking, we grow, and we become 
better people. Absolutely, man. That's what this podcast is all about, man. I'm trying to fucking entertain people while uh, you know trying to instill a little bit of a little bit of lessons or something in there, you know. Fuck yeah. You know, some love. Got to learn to love. That's like the biggest thing. All right, I wanted to say one up. more thing before we get off here. Um, dude, this man's first time recording vocals. Maybe like not like I don't know with me. Anyway, for an actual first song, song doing it properly. Like, properly first song for doing an it actual properly. song, dude. I'm gonna play the song at the end of this podcast, dude. No auto tune. First, like had just started learning how to do metal vocals and like. It's, we had literally written, we had written the song fucking ten minutes before. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I wrote the song pretty quick. Oh yeah, and then the lyrics. We did the lyrics. We really did the lyrics fast. in about an hour. Yeah, we did dude. the lyrics in about an hour. Yeah, dude, that was sick. Which you can probably tell, but <laughs> uh, dude, it's good. It's good. I'm gonna try to. I wanna. I, I might do. A, I might do a, like a remix and master on it. Yeah. Okay, when we put out this album, bro, maybe it'll be the bonus track. Oh, there we go, dude. Fucking keep, stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Well, thanks, Locke. This is a no worries, brother. Thank you. Great podcast, man. And I can stay tuned for the next time. Well, we got fucking so many more stories to tell. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, have a good night. Have a good morning. Yeah, yeah it's fucking day. noon now. It's fucking <laughs> 10, 10.30 over there. It's fucking 12.30, yeah. 12.30 in the afternoon here. i got to go fucking start making some dinner, eh? <laughs> or fucking put it, at least put it on. I'm fucking making the curry tonight. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, bro. Fuck yeah, mate. All right, lock, mate. Or, uh, or talk yeah, to bro. you soon, mate. All yeah, right. we'll see you later, brother. Peace.